What is up, team? We got the School of Hard Knocks. We got Coach Rod. Coach Max. What's up, y'all? And we got episode 77 coming at you guys. And we're actually sitting in the uh, in the Franco household dungeon. I call dungeon. it the dungeon. But it's an upstairs dungeon, <laughs> though. So it's been a minute, man. It has, man. I feel like it's been almost three weeks. Roughly, dude, or so, man. So the last one we did, episode 76, was with our good friend, Bobby Science. Mm-hmm. owner and ceo of uh wing barn and barnyard now mm-hmm. you know what i mean so awesome one dude i actually i uh, i truly enjoyed that one dude and i know we have uh with the uh with the app that we use right now we only have an hour to record and i think it was pretty close to that too yeah, right man it could have kept going yeah dude i'm he's just one of those guys bro that has so much knowledge and and experiences and talk that you just want to keep digging into him to like see like like how you know what i mean like <laughs> why what did you do why? and why and how why? you know what i mean <laughs> and why is actually a big part of today's podcast student show man so it is i can't wait to get into that yeah um but before we do i heard you hit a bucket list i did uh, event yeah which man. is uh huge in in it's a huge genre of music in the hard knocks castle it is bro tell them who it was bro so <laughs> i was uh i was fortunate enough man to scratch this off my bucket list dude and it was one of those where uh just because of the era that we're in dude like i just never thought it was gonna happen you know so uh before i get into it huge huge thanks man and shout out to Andy and Heather, dude, uh, which is Leah's brother-in-law and Leah's sister for for hosting me and uh, for taking time out of their day because they got pretty crazy schedule, dude. They got a crazy life, man, with the, with the kids that they have. Um, so they ho- ho- hosted me in uh, their hometown, dude, and in their house, man. And um, also another shout-out to Cassie, my wife as well, too, for holding it down while I was gone because she's kind of the one – it was them that kind of planned this whole thing, dude. So um, Andy and Heather were on this weight loss type of journey thing that they were on, dude. And uh, I, I didn't necessarily like help, help them out with it, but it was kind of just like motivating words that I would give them through social media and stuff because they're in Canada, you know. And uh, Andy knows that I'm a Metallica fan based off of like we don't know each other, dude, like at all. We've never met before or anything like that. Oh, really? But he took it upon himself to like dig into things and be attentive to certain details, like on my social social media. And we would just it was just a casual talk to like, hey man, you're kicking ass, bro. You've dropped this many pounds. You keep doing this. Try this out, whatever it may be. And he messaged me one day and he's like, hey bro, I uh, got you tickets to come see Metallica. You just got to figure out how to get over here. And I was like, dude, fuck, man. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. So then, and I was like, well, dude, I got to ask my wife, man. Like, I can't just go or whatever. And Cassie's like, right, it's already been like planned. Like, you're going to go. You know what wow. I mean? So I guess they talked or whatever. Heather and Cassie talked and they figured it out scheduling wise and stuff, dude. And uh, a couple weeks back, man, I made my way out to Canada for the first time, dude. Flew into Toronto. And um, stayed in a little suburb that's called St. Catharines. Spent some time in Oakville. Probably one of the craziest five to six days of my life that I've had, dude. So (laughs) we spent time in Toronto. 
in Montreal, which is in Quebec. And uh, so in three days, we drove like 27 hours, dude, between Toronto and Montreal because we were catching shows in different cities wow. in, in those days that we were there. So Insane. not only did I see Metallica once, dude, but I saw them twice, bro. Nice. So I saw them Friday and Sunday, got a chance to see Pantera twice, saw Five Finger Death Punch, dude, which I'm a huge fan of all these bands. I've been listening to them since I was a kid, dude. And Metallica was more the special one, dude, because I mean, Dude, Metallica's been around for a long time, dude. These guys are almost 60 years old, dude. Still you know? rocking. And they fucking brought the house down, bro. Like, the shows were amazing, dude. In Montreal, where we got a chance to see Metallica twice, it was held at Olympic Park. That was built, like, uh, I think 1976 for the Olympics that were held there. Um, no way. And this place was just, like, spectacular, dude. Massive, massive building, dude. Um and just kind of the like vibe that comes with concerts and stuff like that, man. Like it had been a minute since I had been to a concert and I was kind of nervous going to it, man. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, bro. You know, like, oh, yeah. it, like it's Metallica, dude. Like it's the one band that I always wanted to see. I wasn't sure if I ever would. And I had kind of given up on it already, you know what I mean? Because I don't know how long they're going to tour for, dude. I don't know if they were going to keep up with the tours. The year before was supposed to be their last like national one that they were going to do the rest of them were going to do international ones and they came back for one more ride man i guess dude. and they yeah man it was amazing dude so again heather andy mackie thank you all so much man from the bottom of my heart it was a great time dude dude i'm so happy you got to experience that man because like everyone has things like on a bucket list you know yeah. and, like you kind of like either when it was your kid or like now like and when you scratch it off, you're like, ah, oh, it's a cool experience. Like, cause all you can take with you is memories, you know? Yeah, like you can't it, take like the Metallica shirt you bought. No. Yeah. No, you know? bro, but yeah. you have the memory of jamming out. The memory remains, baby. That's one of their jams. That's insane, yeah. dude. I'm so happy, man. So yeah. how did your back feel with all that singing? Oh my dog? god. Well, dude, I actually got a chance, bro. So Heather and Andy actually have a pretty sweet home gym, dude, in their garage. Ooh. They got some rogue stuff, dude. They got a nice rack. They got some nice bars. They got a rower in there and stuff. So uh, I actually got a chance to train at the gym that Leah worked at as well, CrossFit Cole. So I dropped in there the day before I came back. So I worked out of the six days that I was there, dude, I worked out four of the days. So like I got a chance to move, man, and that's one of my... I mean, for those that know me, dude, and that have listened to the show, uh, we've mentioned that one of the, the favorite things we like to do when we travel is to drop into other facilities and gyms and and move while we're gone because it's a huge part of my life, dude. You know, and I know that with whatever I'm doing over there, whether it's a little partying here and there, going out, eating some foods that I normally don't need or whatever, which I'm going to enjoy myself, but. I know that movement and exercise is still a huge part of starting my day at some point. You know what I mean? So I made it a point to move, man. And yeah, I felt good, man. The I mean, the drives were, it's like six and a half hours between Toronto and Montreal, dude. So it was just nonstop. We did a total of four trips. You know what I mean? Sometimes a little bit of traffic, sometimes not. But it's a lot of driving, dude, back, back to back. But with a lot of excitement between those, you know what I, I mean? Because say, we're catching yeah. shows and stuff. The excitement helps kind of pull you through those moments. Oh, yeah, dude. But that's cool. Like, because you're right. Like, sometimes I mean, it could be like once in a lifetime thing, you know, and, and you went all out and 
Cass already knew you were going to do this, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, so <laughs> kind of planned it out. Dude. Yeah, man, I was kind of nervous, dude. I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I'm like, I'm a homebody, dude. You know, I mean, I like chilling out with my family. I like being at the gym, family gym, family gym, house gym. And other than that, I really don't do much, man. You know what I mean? And I'm content with that, you know? Like, that's my life, and that's the way we love to live. And, and I felt... Like a little nervous at first, dude, because I wasn't with the kids. I wasn't with Cass. I wasn't with Cass or just the kids. Like, I mean, it's a huge part of me, you know. I mean, that's that's pretty much my everything, you know. Okay, so to yeah. be thousands of miles away in a different country without them, at at first it was a little like felt a little off. But then I was like, dude, you know what I mean? This is like like they're happy. They're they're happy that I'm here. And that makes me happy, you know. So enjoy it, yeah. Yeah, man, for sure, dude. So that's cool. Overall, man, man, great experience, bro. Scratch something off the bucket list and on to the next one, man. Beautiful. Well, y'all just got back from somewhere too, right? So where did you all go, dude? (sighs) Sin City. (laughs) Sin City. Sin City. Yeah, man. It was it was cool. We had a great time with 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 some of the squad. We're missing missing some peeps, man, but it was cool. Like I, I really felt like everything went smooth there in Vegas. Yeah. Um, we all had fun. No one got lost. No hangover episodes. No hangover. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we had danced, bro. We did a lot of walking. Um, some people's first time there in Vegas, so a little sightseeing here and there. Um, ate some good food. Experienced the wind buffet. Which I heard was phenomenal, and it was sounds amazing. Dude. Oh man, it's just crazy how there's just so much food in that building, <laughs> you know, what I mean? or in that room, you know. Yeah, dude. Uh, beef tenderloin, bro. Uh, different types of lamb, uh, lambs, uh, steaks, dude. Like all this crazy stuff, man. Chinese food, uh, crab leg. Like, wow, you know. And I'm not like, like I'm not a huge buffet guy. Like I can eat, right? But like, I'm not, like, one that's like, hey, it's good buffet, buffet, buffet. Like, yeah. So I was like, I'm down. Let me just experience this to the fullest. And, uh, you know, we sampled some things here and there. And they had, like, an endless pour. But I didn't really take advantage of that because you can't eat and drink at the same time. Yeah, it's I, hard, man. pick one, you know, and rather get that, that food in me. Um, but overall, I think my, our, the, the most, like, favorite time would have been, like, the absence show and the disco night that we had. Which the disco cool. night yeah, looked yeah. cool, man. Uh, the absence show was an amazing kind of acrobatic, uh, contortionist. They had uh, jugglers, dude, that did some amazing routine, uh, comedy. Like it was everything mixed into one. So you had like this flow of emotions kind of going across yeah. the two-hour show, and then uh, the disco theme that Edna had kind of picked up the studio 54 night <laughs> Damn, it dude. was so cool bro like everyone came through with their disco outfit uh I had to give it down to Derek though man Derek Benavides shout out he had the best outfit I saw him, bro, did you see it? that guy looked <laughs> he looks slick bro Derek looks slick man I gotta give it up yeah, to him man. Dude. to but, the wig the gold chain dude, but that's Derek though bro that's Derek for you dude right there man so um we had a great night that night. And then we found like a Latino bar. And uh, they were just throwing jam after jam, reggaeton, bro. Boom, boom. Everyone's just dancing. Dude, that's like for an hour and a half, bro. Like, Burn some calories, baby. Yeah, dude. Nonstop. Like, there wasn't much exercise on this trip. 
I got to give it out to Coach Jay, though. Jeremy threw it down at CrossFit something on this. The strip. It's uh, called the strip. Yeah, the CrossFit gym. strip yeah. or something. Yeah, he went there. Uh, and then I think he like threw down a workout in the hotel or something. So nice, shout man. out to Jay for sure. Side note, man. When I was in Vegas last year, that's actually the same gym that I dropped in at. Yeah. Um, and the girl that was the coach for the class that he did was the girl that was the coach for the one that I did, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. It's a cool gym, dude. It's a little one, but it's 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 a good time. It's good yeah. vibes there, dude. He said yeah. the the gym was pretty legit. It was as big as like the HK Fit Room. Yeah, it was it's lit. Not they had like 20 people up in there. Oh, yeah. It's and banging, he showed me bro. the wad. It was, whew, it was a crazy wad. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. dude, I'm, dude, I'm glad. So this was a, it, it was a joint bachelor bachelorette party if i'm correct yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah which i think is the best way to do it man you know like yeah man yeah, dude, i like it awesome. like that um it was fun and i think uh everyone enjoyed uh, enjoyed themselves for sure yeah. um and then like you know where hell's kitchen's at have you seen it i I've I've been tagged in many photos, bro, where <laughs> members of the gym stand in front of that. I'm like, I fucking want that yeah. at the gym, dude. <laughs> dude, we took a massive God, photo bro, we put it on the so chat. <laughs> and who found it? I think it was G. He was like, hey, HK. I was like, oh. Yes, just posted bro. posted up in front of it. Dude, that. The fire and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like legit it should be in front of a castle. Bro, that, <laughs> that sign, dude, one day will sit in front of it. Or like a close replica of <laughs> it, dude. Or if Hell's Kitchen wants to donate it, y'all, okay, we're here. Send it out, guys, if you can, dude. We yeah, man, I love here. that thing. That thing looks cool, man. That's another really good re- restaurant that I've never been to, but I've heard. I know you've been to it, yeah, right? Yeah, it's really good. Beef Wellington, you said, right? That's where it's at, dude. Pavlov's theory is going on right now. Bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Everything, man. Yeah, man. I got to give it down. But there's like so much restaurant stuff like in the strip but when we went outside the strip it was so much more like there's so much food out there you get kind of caught like on that strip man you get lost on that fucking thing Mm -hmm. but there's so much to do outside of it bro so much like nature so much mountain so much things so like the next vegas trip that we take is probably gonna be a little different yeah and then i yeah yeah man try more of that outside stuff definitely like one night on the strip and then just like Venture out, hike, bro. Yeah, Grand Canyon stuff. See what's good. Yeah, Vegas is kind of funny, man, because when you're driving into it, um, like it's like it looks like a bowl. You know, what I mean, like like a real valley. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. where you're, like you're driving into it, and you could see the strip, and you could see oh, yeah, like, like the main the... part of it from the outside as you're driving from the highway into it, and it's uh, <laughs> like you look at it, and you're like, dude, the Hangover movie was recorded there. Casino was recorded there. Like yeah. shit goes down there. Big time boxing matches go down there. Bro. People perform, and you could see it as you drive in. It's like there's so much that goes so on there, much, dude. You know bro. what I mean? It's wild, man. It's, it's insane. Yeah, dude. Imagine li- living over there, dude. Oh my god. Dude. Well, that dude. night that we were there, bro, it was Beyonce in concert, double. I think it was like Friday and Saturday she was gonna perform, and then Bruno Mars. Bruno, bro. So there was millions of people there oh my bro. god dude it? yeah man it's wild bro it's it's a wild li- lifestyle out there i'm sure too man yes so, man so well dude to so today we're gonna not necessarily revisit a prior show that we've done but i i, I think this is uh 
even if it's used as a reminder, man, or like a reflection point, not only for ourselves, because I know we're going to get into it with ourselves, but for anyone that's listening to this, dude, especially the members of HK and people from the outside as well, too, you know, I mean, as as we make our way through through this crazy life that we live, dude, short one, dude, you know, we have to, uh, there needs to be a lot of reason. There needs to be a lot of purpose behind what we do. Um, but at the same time, I think it's very easy to get caught up in your everyday life. You know what I mean? And uh, I think today's is going to be a little bit more relatable, of course, to fitness and health and life as we represent those things, you know, but um, like, knowing your why and going back to your why like why is it that you do what you do why is it that people wake up at 5 a.m to go exercise why is it that people show up after working an eight to five attending to their kids putting them to bed and they show up to the 8 p.m class you know um and i think i mean just like we were talking before we started this you know we were kind of reflecting on on our whys and uh it's one of those things man that creates a little bit of solitude and peace, but it's hard to get your mindset there sometimes, dude. You know what I mean? And I think it's I, I think it's something extremely important to revisit often, unconsciously, if you can. That way you always go back to why is it that I'm doing what I'm doing? Why is it that I'm putting in the work at the gym? Why is it that I'm choosing to eat healthy and not something from stripes? <laughs> I mean, whatever it may be, whatever progress, that, yeah, whatever progress we're trying to make to better ourselves, like we have to know what the reasoning is behind it. You know what I mean? And that comes down to knowing your why, dude. Yes, I totally agree, man. And like when you know that, your decisions are a lot easier to make. When you don't know that, you can run around lost. But like to, to know your why, you kind of have to sit down and like actually think you know, it takes takes that reflective period. And if you never sit down to do that, then you're never going to catch it. So I think everyone can benefit from like kind of digging in a little deeper into themselves. And though it's a little scary sometimes because there's so much stimulation around. It's very easy not to, to engage with yourself, like to learn about yourself because you're always stimulated by what's going on, what's everyone else doing, what are people thinking of me or whatever, you know? Yeah. But like that reflective period to like actually just take one or two minutes, man, five minutes at the most, and just sit down and like ask yourself the question, like, like why, like why do I want to continue to go to the gym? Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to eat better? Why do I need exercise? Like, go into that and just talk to yourself. It's not weird. Oh fuck no. No, like you no. need to. Like, how else are you gonna get answers? You know. You got to talk. You got to you got to figure out your why. And what I like about this topic is, is we're starting to see a lot of people's whys now. The athlete of the month that Miguel and, and, and the Hard Knocks community are starting to throw out. No. So many different types of people telling us their why. No. When all all as coaches sometimes is you can ah people are just coming to the gym because they want to exercise. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. But no, no, no. When you start to find out about like, oh, like why Miss Letty comes in, why why Cynthia comes in, like why Belle comes in, why why Joe, why uh, Diego, you know, why they all come into the gym. That's a very, I would say, like a 
like a special vulnerable thing that they're letting out into the world. Absolutely. You know what man. I mean? And as a coach, <coughs> me hearing that stuff, man, it makes me like want to coach better, want to learn more, want to be able to provide them even a better service, you know, better techniques to help them get to their why and continue it. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And it's just not another person in the gym anymore. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. And that's, it's, it's, it, it's pretty deep, bro. You know I mean? Especially when you consider the fact that you mentioned the word being vulnerable right now, you know? And uh, that's why I love our team meetings that we have because we get a little chance to come as a group, come together, talk, discuss some of the members, how great they're doing, uh, things that might have been expressed uh, that really showcase their why more so, you know what I mean? And it takes balls sometimes, man. It does, bro. You know what I mean? It takes balls to open up about those things. Joe talking about developing Parkinson's later in life, dude. You know what I mean? He was in med school, uh, ready to take on the world, dude. Had just had a little boy and you get hit with life like that, dude. You know what I mean? So imagine his why, why it changed. You know what I mean? Like the reason why he goes to the gym, the reason why he stays active now, the reason why he knows that movement is the key to him feeling better and trying to beat this disease that he has. You know what I mean? It's, it takes balls, bro. It's hard, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, For some. Yeah. And um, before we get into it, man, like, I mean, Miguel has done an exceptional job, dude, of, of taking a story, dude, getting it on camera and showcasing it, piecing it in a way where, like, you're looking at them speak and discuss their whys or whoever was chosen for athlete of the month because it has a lot of similarity in it. But the what's your why? Like, like you feel like you're sitting down with them right there and like they're telling you that stuff, dude. Especially as a coach, man, for you and I and whoever else is on the team as a coach, like, like at least that's the feeling that I get. Like I feel like they're speaking to me, like I'm right in yeah. front front of them sometimes, you know, and and um it's cool to cap capture because you would think, oh, well, everyone's in the gym, everyone's gonna have the same why because everyone wants to get fit, everyone wants to get a six pack, everyone wants to hit a PR, everyone wants to get a rope climb, a muscle up, whatever it may be. And I don't think I've heard one person speak about that yet, dude. No. I mean, no. it's it's a lot deeper than that. You know what I mean? And it's dude, it's amazing to hear, man. And that's why I've always mentioned that in the gym, like, like the movement, the exercise, the PRs, the skills that we gain, all the components of fitness that we improve. Is just a minimal part, dude, of what it does. You know, I mean, like that will come. Like that's the automatic. Like those are the for sures that come with going to a facility such as HK, you know. But what else can you gain from that? Like what else are we working towards in life? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if your goal is to be a great husband, a supporter of your family, a defender of your family, a good person in life, like that goes back to your why, like the deeper whys are the most important whys that we have, you know? So Max, what's your why, bro? Man, my why for the, for the moment right now, 33 years of life <laughs> is um, I want like freedom. And what I mean by that is like, <clears throat> like if you are using movement in your daily life, that becomes the medicine, right? 
And if you're doing that, then you have the freedom to be able to say yes to more things. Hey, man, you want to go for a hike? Yeah. Hey, man, let's go for a swim. Let's go. Hey, let's go work out, and then we're going to hit this bike ride, and then we're going to go to the beach. All right, let's go. Let's and then, do it. And then we're going to have to carry all this shit to the sand. All right, let's carry it up. You know. So the freedom of being able to do things is why I, I exercise, man, because I know that it's going to get me there. And I love it, man. Like, I was born to do this. Like, I legit were, don't have anything else, in, any interest in anything else. So, like, I have to move. And there's some days where I don't go to the gym, but I'm moving here at home and on my roller. I'm stretching. I'm working on isometrics. I'm doing animal flows. I'm, I'm like experimenting with PVC pipe. Like what other drill can I use today? You know what I mean? Like I'm always trying to just move. And another thing I think for my why is like it'll allow me to kind of help out my pops, help out my mom. You know, when they get older, they need me to carry shit. They need help me to transfer them to their bed. You know, whatever it is, yeah, I'll be able to. You know what I'm saying? That's deep, man. Yeah, dude. So that keeps me going, man. Um, and I'm sure it might change. Like there may be more added things, but I think those are like the core whys. Yeah. Um, like why I keep going, man. Yeah, I would say they're pretty basic, but yeah. they mean a lot to me. Yeah, you know, so man. it keeps me going. Well, those are yours, bro. You know what I mean? And they're specific to your life and what you do and what you represent, which you're a great representative, dude, of, of health and fitness and mindfulness and and doing things not just for the short term, but longevity in this life that we have, which I think is a huge part, Max. And I think a lot of your why goes along with that too, dude, is that you're giving people the gift, man, to to do do this forever, essentially, dude. You that's know, I mean, at least until the last day that we're here, or pretty close to it, bro. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the plan. You know what I mean? Is to maintain this functionality and this resilience of move, mo movement and just integrity due to the body and what it can do. You know what I mean? As we progress into life, you know, and your your gift that you were given is educating people and inspiring them to continue with that you know so that's huge man thanks man yeah it's the mission bro yeah that's the mission what would you say dude like like for people that join join the gym and when we first started this show you talked about how it's very easy for our our lives to go out a spiral real quick and we're going to relate it more so in the gym you know i mean so as someone that joins the gym they walk in and maybe their mindset is, I'm just going to do this for a month because I have to prepare for whatever it is. Dude. You know what I mean? They lose track, man. You know what I mean? Like it's real easy just to like think in the short term, do do something related to health and fitness. And then you get done, you reach that goal and you see it all the time, dude. I mean, I'm going to... I'm going to use it with people that are in law enforcement sometimes. Like they go to the academy, they get real fit, dude, real fit. They train, they have to train. They're in a structured environment where they have to eat, they have to sleep a certain amount, uh, they have to exercise. You, you have to complete the test to pass to become what it is that you're going to do. And after they get done, it's like life kind of spirals out of control because of work and stressors and life or whatever it may be, you know, but... What are some tips, man, that you could give someone to kind of like take them back to like knowing their why and why they're doing what they're doing? That's a really good question, man, because those things happen a lot, man. Especially like I, I, I encounter those scenarios sometimes in the clinic where 
you know, we'll get some of these individuals coming in trying to pass like a test or trying to pass like a certain um, benchmark that they have in a month or two. And, you know, they're really training hard and, and the goal is just to get there. And like you said, sometimes it's like a short-term thing. So what I would suggest would be, okay, well, these short-term goals, they're going to give you this quick little high. Yay, I made it or I didn't, right? And then you're going to come back down, right? But what's beyond the goal? Like what's beyond that test that you can see yourself achieving? You know, I would start to kind of maybe look there, right? Okay, yes, I'm going to try to get this benchmark done. But if I get this benchmark done, like is there anything else besides this benchmark that I can look forward to? Not just stop myself here because then growth stops. And then if you stop growing, then... We already know what happens, right? Everything just kind of hits a plateau. So I would suggest, see if you can look further than that short-term benchmark. What is there? Maybe there's something else that you really want to do. Like, what, what's, what's the reason why you're doing this benchmark in the first place? Yeah. You know, like, ask yourself that. Oh, I want to get this position. <coughs> okay, well, why do you want to get this position? The five whys is also another tactic. I forgot what the, who the author is, but there's a book on the five whys. And by the fifth why, you should really know the answer. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so it's like, I want to pass this benchmark. Okay, why? Because I want to get this, this position. Okay, why? Because it'll, I'll make more money and I'll be able to take care of my family. Oh, okay, why? Yeah. I want to take care of my family because I want to be able to do this, this, and that. Okay, why? Right? And you just keep going and, and then you finally dig deeper into the, your true reason why you're doing that benchmark. It's like getting to the core of your true why. Exactly. Like the center of it, you know? So I would say look a little further than that benchmark. See what's a little what's a little past that. Or ask yourself the five whys. Yeah. And see where that takes you. And see if you can dig a little deeper into how to get past just these short-term goals and make it, make it a long-term goal. And it's a mindset shift. It's kind of like... like like, let's treat it as a marathon now. You know, it ain't a sprint. Like, everything's always a sprint. Sprint, sprint, sprint. But what happens when you sprint all the time? Fatigue, man. Fatigue. You get tired. Burn out. You burn out. <clears throat> but if you get that marathon, you get that steady state, you can be breathing while you're running. And guess what? You can go for miles. You're right, man. You see what I'm saying? So, like, the short-term goals, I think, have been ingrained just with society and, like, just, you know, Instagram, things like, this. oh, this guy got this, I need to get it next, I need to get this, or oh, she's doing this, let me do this now, right? And there's always like this rush to get things. But then what happens when you rush too? You get a little sloppy sometimes, yeah. you know? And I'm not saying that there's not people who have made it, who have rushed, like there's thousands of people, millionaires that have done it, right? But maybe it's not for everyone. Yeah, man. You're you right. know, if it's not working for you right now, then maybe you ain't a sprinter. Yeah. Maybe you're more of a marathoner. <laughs> and I think that's it. That's important as it relates to the field that we're in, dude, because we understand the importance of of slow and controlled, pro progressive over time. You know what I mean? That way we limit the incidence of plateaus and burnout and fatigue, possible injury, you know what I mean? Things like that, you know? So um, one of the important things, man, at least for myself as a, as a coach dude and like i think there's levels of coaching bro like year one rod and max compared to where we're at now 
like I'm sure it's <laughs> night and day, bro. You know what oh, I mean? Man. Like I'm sure if like if I could go <laughs> back and 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 get my mindset and my why from year one of HK, and I mean previous years with whatever I did in the fitness field, it is not even close to what 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 it is now, dude. Like like my my personal why has has changed a lot because of because of family, because of team, because of growth, because of the amount of people that we lead on a daily basis. Uh, but but it's changed as a whole, dude. You know what I mean? And um, I was telling you earlier on that for myself, man. You know, like I mean, we live a pretty crazy life, dude. We got two two facilities that we're trying to run and make happen and so support and keep pushing them forward. You know what I mean? And uh, we have a family at home. We have an awesome team in both locations, dude. And then we have the members of HK, man, the family. You know what I mean? And um, it's very easy to lose track of of the long term, the forever aspect of HK. Because in my mindset, HK is going to be forever, dude, in some in some way or form, you know. And that's my goal, you know. And um, but everyday stressors they get the best of us sometimes, and life happens from time to time. And and as a leader in the group it's it happens at times dude where you where you let your why kind of venture out away from you dude you know what i mean and and it 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 could change your mindset in a way or it could alter your mindset in a way to where it starts to fuck with you bro you know what i mean like it starts to there's doubt involved mm-hmm. um there's a lack of personal responsibility with maybe certain things that are going on around you that are in your control mm-hmm. and it's this sense of like desperation at times and fault but it's but it's ignorance though dude in a sense because if we just take ourselves back to our why that will set that trajectory back there you know what i mean and i've been it's i mean like i was telling you earlier on man it's funny how life works dude the universe some way has its way of like grabbing Rod and fucking telling him like, motherfucker, this is why you do what you do. You know what I mean? There and it's happened so many times, bro, where I'm having a rough day. My why is way out far from me. And I don't have a hold of it. And I walk into the gym, do my thing. Someone comes up to me and says, hey, Rod. Thank you so much for this place, man. Like if this place wasn't here, I would have never done this or I would have never gotten the chance to do this or I would have never improved my life or I probably would have been dead by now or I would have never beat this drug addiction or this disease that I have would have killed me by now, you know? And it's 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 those times, bro, that bring me back to like, this is exactly why the fuck we do what we do <laughs> this is why like th- yeah, this yeah. is the only reason why you know what i mean i've 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 told this before too you know what i mean like let's just say both hk gyms were to burn down tomorrow dude you know what i mean burn to the floor you know what i mean um the barbells remain the barbells remain dude. the iron <laughs> remains because that's what we are dude we're still but like 
my why would still be there, dude, because of all the because of all the impact that we've had as a whole. You know what I mean? Like that does not change, dude. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot more than monetary value. It's a lot more than retention of memberships. It's a lot more than all the fancy stuff we have in the gym and the gear and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like if we were allowed to give people the gift of bettering themselves in any aspect or way, then that's still driving the why at that point. You know what I mean? It's like with the little kids right now, the minis and the kids, bro. You know what I mean? Like seeing them work, this is this is going to be a, an awesome gen generational thing to see because I think it's the first of its kind, dude. In the past 10 years, you know what I mean? With the initiation of CrossFit, uh, facilities like ourselves and stuff like that where we're giving the youth the chance to better themselves, learn these skills that they could take on and do for the rest of their lives, dude. You know what I sure. mean? So, yeah, man, it's pretty impactful, dude. And it's just like I said, man, it's, it's, it's cool that I'm aware of that I have the chance to have a discussion with someone that could give me back my why or remind me of my why. And I think a lot of people have that ability too, man. You just got to be vulnerable for it though. You know what I mean? You have to be willing to break yourself down, listen to someone, engage in that conversation in some way or form and really dig into people a lot more than just a high and a buy. You know what I mean? Like it, it takes that, you know what I mean? It takes building that trust and investment to where someone could give you that or you could give them that at that point, you know? So that's super true, man. Just talking to people, man, you can find out so much information that you would never even guess they've gone through or they've done or they're currently going through, yeah. you know. And the why kind of gives you like a blueprint of how you want to do things sometimes. I'm not saying like it happens all the time, but like if you think deeply about your why <clears throat> and you write it down, that you just start from there and just work your way down, you can kind of create like this thing from the top down top-down approach yeah you know? um i think we had spoke about this like once like in a meeting briefly on how to kind of dig deeper into clients and i got this off a podcast and it was going off the acronym ford f-o-r-d so like when you're talking to someone and you're trying to figure out a little bit more about them and why they're kind of like coming to the gym or what they're about and it's like maybe their first or second day there and you want to get away from the like, hey, what's up? All right, have a good workout and walk away. You know what I mean? Like that, that can be kind of easy to do. You can kind of go into this acronym. So you kind of find out a little bit about their family for the F. Uh, the O is occupation. Like what do they do? What do they like to do for fun? R, recreational, right? And then their dreams. Like, hey, what are your dreams about? Yeah. You know, like not like what you dreamt last night, but like um, what, are, what do you want to do in yeah. life? You know, everybody has has a dream, you know. So by finding out a little bit about this, you can find a little bit more about them and their why, which will then domino effect into the coaching influence. Because if you're not getting influenced by your members as a coach, then I'm sorry, man, you 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 shouldn't be there. Yeah. True <laughs> because story, man. Like a true coach gets their influence and energy from the members. You know what I'm saying? Like because you're providing them with this information. And if you're a good coach, they're going to retain it. They're going to perform for you. And then you seeing them work and move well, it's like, oh, my God. Like, you get really excited. It motivates it you. Motivates it motivates you because yeah. it, it's kind of letting you know, like, what you're teaching is working. 
And what you're seeing is the result of your teaching. Yeah, dude. Right? So it's like this circle effect. So if you're not getting influenced, like, you need to try a little harder or go work at Gold's Gym. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Because coaching group fitness is very different. And it's more intimate. And um, people get very vulnerable on the floor, man. Like, thinking about it, bro. Like, you're getting out there with 40, 50 peeps, sweating, like... Picking weights up, grunting, making weird noises, like weird faces, weird yeah. faces. You know, you're not at your prettiest, so you're most handsome, right? Yeah. And you're just throwing it down. And you're on the floor, like half dead, and you wake up, and you're like, I'm, "Oh shit, I'm right. fine, I'm, I'm fine. fine, we I'm made still it. alive." I'm, you know, I'm good. And to get people to come back to that, bro, like that's a coach's job, and you do that through your character and the way that you influence, but also how you react to your your people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, bro, imagine putting, like, a first-timer through, like, an imam of, like, burpees and hand cleans 10 minutes. Like, even though it's 10 minutes, every minute on the minute, that's insane for some people. It's a lot of work. It's enough man. to scare someone away that'll never come back. So it's like, how do you get these people to continue to stay? Well, you find out about their why, and then you start to cater your coaching to their why. You start to develop maybe different techniques, different cues, different ways of approaching that individual. Going back to Coach Bartholomew's uh, coaching archetypes. Yeah, everybody has their own archetype. You know, there's a Wolverine. There's a what else? And there's like a he has so many names for mm-hmm. them. You know, and you got to like pinpoint these archetypes and know what you're dealing with, so that you can help that person get to their why. Yeah, man. It's a crazy science, bro, when you think about it, right? Like, it is, dude, and it digs into the art of coaching, man. Like, like there's, like, I mean, we've had this talk before, dude, you know what I mean? And that's, like, next-level coaching, dude. Like, like I, I, I want people to dig into their why. That way they know the importance of why they're showing up every day, why they're putting in the work why they have to do an air squat, right? Why they have to hinge, right? You know what I mean? It's so much more than because I'm going to post a video on Instagram or because of the strength that I'm going to gain from this and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> I like what you mentioned right now, dude. You know what I mean? Like like we, I mean, the members have a huge role on us knowing our why and motivating us and and. I mean, inspiring us. I mean, there, there's been multiple times, dude, where I'm like mid-wad while people are coaching or while I'm coaching, sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it fucking fires me up, dude, to the point where like I want to jump in. Or <laughs> I felt that before. Or I'll see someone make make this awesome like aesthetic change at the gym and I'm like, oh shit, like it pushes me to be like, <clears throat> fuck, man. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to make a better choice when I get home and I'm going to eat this instead or I'm going to do this <laughs> instead. Or in a freaking workout that where there's 400 meter runs, which I absolutely hate. And <laughs> I see someone freaking do it. And I'm like, all right, man, like I shit, dude, it. you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like it really does motivate us as coaches, man. You know what I mean? And the next level co- coaching stuff, I know there's a lot of it that goes into it, man. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the easiest thing for us as a coach is the movement stuff. That's the bare minimum dude that you should know and do proficiently as a coach you know what i mean 
being a coach like ourselves and in the role that we play, there's a lot more to it, man. It's exposing people's whys, getting them to know their why. You know what I mean? And why it's that. And then how do you retain that and keep it going for a long fucking time? Dude? You know what I mean? Because that has to be the driving force pushing you to the front. You know what I mean? Because obstacles are going to come. All the time. All the time, dude. There, there, there's, there's no doubt, dude. There's going to be something's tight, an injury here and there. Schedules are going to change. Life throws shit at you all the time. You know what I mean? Whatever speed bump it wants to throw at you, bro, whenever it's there. You know what I mean? Like that, that's inevitable. That's going to come. You know what I mean? But it comes and goes, though. That's the thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think a good focal point of this is to know that we need to go back to our why at times and think about, okay, my why, when I consciously think about it, was because I need to be better for my fa family, for example. Okay, so then when shit starts getting rough, it's important to revisit that. So I think writing our whys down, dude, just like we would with goals or whatever it may be or reminders that we have upon our freaking calendars, is as a coach, we need to write our whys down. You know what I mean? As it relates to the field that we're in or whatever, but it's also important to know our own, you know yeah. what I mean? For like why we exercise as well too, or why we eat good, or why we decide to engage in healthy habits and stuff. I you know. I definitely agree, I, man. I, I mean, I know that's a big kick in the ass for me and it's hard sometimes, you know what I mean? Because a lot of it truly does, like if your why four or five years ago was, I do it to stay healthy, I do it to stay mobile, I do it to be fit, to be able to go surf and jump and run and stuff like that. but. Maybe four, five years have passed, and now you're on the brink of becoming an alcoholic for whatever re reason at that point, you know? So, I mean, we got to revisit those things, you know what I mean? And yeah. see what it is, like what personal accountability actions do I have to make for myself to represent that why that I had before and push past this now. I know? agree, man. That yeah. was beautifully said. You got to be your own biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Because motivation true. doesn't last forever either. Oh, no, man. You can't be getting motivated off other people. Like, you need to motivate yourself. And that's where your why comes in. Your why should motivate you oh. and get you out of that slump that you're in. So, like, if you feel it floating away, grab onto it again. Grab onto Pull it, Pull it man. back in, man. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. And I think, like, as, you know, you get deeper into the coaching you know, you start to look at those things more, like, than the physicality of it. You know, you don't worry so much about, like, oh, is uh, Juan's hip too high over there? Or, eh, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you kind of let them move because you know that they're safe. And you, you, you tweak things very little, but you kind of start to think about the bigger picture. Like, okay, I need to get this guy coming. You know, he's been coming twice a week. I need to start getting him to come, you know, three, four times a week. Like getting him healthier. Like you start to think about other aspects of it. Hey, his shoulder mobility sucking. I need to like show him some stuff about this. Like you kind of want to turn them into a better human all around. Yeah. You know, other than just do the wad and leave. Yeah, you bro. Know? That's the small. That, that's <laughs> it's like, just, we're all, I think in the mission just to create like better humans. Absolutely, man. There's no race. doubt about that, bro. Yeah. There's no, uh, like, giving people the gift to become the most optimal version of themselves dude is yeah. like a big part of it you know what i mean and every aspect dude not just with movement and stuff like that like that's a cool part of it but it's not the foundation of it you know what i mean yeah yeah 
it's a lot more than that, man. And that's just like you said, you know, I keep mentioning this, like that, that's like next level coaching and it takes a lot more effort, man. It does, you know what I mean? Because you have to invest into people, you have to invest into your members and stuff like that. Like one of the common things I get asked right now is why do you, why do you leave at 3am to drive to Edinburgh? Dude, and I told him I fucking love it, dude. Like, like I have people that rely on me they might not know know it they might not think about this but i need to be there at 5 a.m so i need to leave my ass at 3 a.m to edinburgh because i'm going to give them the chance to have a better day and me me knowing that someone's going to have a better day makes me happy like it's not even me like that's not me you know what i mean like i'm not the one that's going to have a better day but i'm giving someone the chance to have a better day and that that is pushing that is pushing progress there you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like it's so much more than just yourself as a coach dude you know what i mean it's it's like it's it's beyond that at, at that point you know what i mean it is dude so it is wow 3 a.m bro 3 a.m yeah that's easy dude yeah the guy was already up yeah it's the easy part (laughs) all the crazies are out at that time too so yeah man i I coached uh edinburgh i think like two weeks two weekends ago or something uh and i was there like all morning it was beautiful yeah great time dude i met a bunch of new people reconnected with some old uh not old members but members that i already met and um it was cool man had a great time dude coaching three classes is is uh is something else it's work man it's work bro it is you know because i've done like two classes and like a get stretchy or like two get stretchy classes but like coaching three classes back to back a lot of energy expended a lot of energy (laughs) it is bro but you that's what we're there for man like that whole hour like you have to go back to okay like why am i doing this okay well these people are here to get a good workout and i'm like i can't half-ass my job yeah you know, I'm not here often, you know, as often as I would like to be in Edinburgh, right? So I got to make sure that I present myself a certain way as well, you know, professional. still want to carry myself that way. You know, I still want to be able to crack some jokes here and there, you know. Yeah, man. And just show people that I'm about. But I can't do that if, like, I'm over here, I'm tired. You yeah. know, like, no, no, no. Go back. Why do you coach? Oh, because my mission is to help these people become better, better humans, right? As it is for myself. So I just go back to that, and then I start to zone out on like, man, this person's power snatch is looking pretty good. Like this person doesn't even know that they're doing one of the hardest exercise movements yeah. in the book. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the wall ball, damn! Like, like I just kind of take myself into another world at that yeah. point. Like you have to, man. Like you have to enjoy every everything about it. Yeah, man. You know. You're right, dude. It's a special job, man. It's not even a job. It's whatever it is, you know? <laughs> this thing that this we thing do, that this we thing do. that we do, this like hobby that we do, man. <laughs> it's oh man, it's a special thing, dude. And and I uh I uh I mean I've mentioned this to you before, dude, and we're we're the front lines, man, when it comes to this stuff, you know what I mean? And uh when it comes to giving people the chance to be more optimal human being be the best version of themselves, whatever it may be. And and if that comes with helping them know their why and reminding them of their why um, in some way or form, you know, I mean, it could be in discussion. It could be mid, mid-wad. Hey, you're doing these wall ball shots right now because you want to be able to do shit. 
<laughs> 20 years from now, bud. You know what I mean? At the same capacity that you are. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah, man. And, nice. and like those are the reminders that I love giving pe- people, dude. And a huge shout out to those conversations that I've had with the individuals that have brought me back to my why, dude, because it's a good reminder and it's a good reflection point for myself. So it's full circle, man. Like you always say, Max, and it's uh, it, it's uh, it's just the way the universe works, dude. You know, I mean, especially, is, especially in the environment that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're around so many amazing pe- people every day, dude. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, man, I wouldn't trade anything for it, no, bro. Oh, man, the energy's lit there. Yeah. We should just put a light bulb in the middle of the room and see if it turns on. Oh, dude, that motherfucker <laughs> will blow. <laughs> motherfucker will blow up, dude. Dude, that shit would be crazy. That thing would blow up, man. <laughs> man, so... I like that. That was a good talk and getting deep into the why. And just a reminder, a reminder sometimes because we can stray away from it, man. Even as coaches, like even though we're in the gym all the time and we seem like we got it all together and this and that, like, no, nah, man, we're humans too. And, you know, yeah. we go through our own shit. But as a familia, the HK familia, and, you know, we can do it together, you know. Absolutely, you know, bro. We're all on the same grind. And we're on, we're, when we're in that gym, we're on the same frequency. That's right, know? man. So things can... Amazing things can happen when we know our why and when we just continue to, to push forward. Absolutely, you bro. Know? And just because we have a bad day doesn't mean we have a bad life. You know what I'm saying? So we can't dwell on those and just always go back to your why, man. Yeah. So any announcements? We have something on Saturday, right, bro? Yeah, we got the jiu-jitsu competition, man. So that's going to be going down, dude. Um, Stop by for that for sure. Yeah, man. It's going to be fun, bro. So the environment, I think, is going to be cool, man, because it's in the facility. Facility's hot, dude. (laughs) It's hot. So I was talking to Tyler from Gracie next door, dude, and he's like, dude, I don't know how we're going to keep the mats dry, bro. And I was like, yeah, we'll figure it out, dude. You know I mean? We got rags and towels and shit like that <laughs> because where they roll and do jujitsu at i mean they're in the ac I, and i mean i've i've been to some of those classes before dude uh when Knox and richard used to go and they sweat bro like a lot in the ac so we're gonna be in the fire pit fire pit bro. the fire pit this weekend man so but it but it's gonna be great man i mean we got the beautiful Big bay garage doors, bro. We'll open those suckers up, and hopefully the wind gods are with us that day. And they'll be with us, bro. And are blowing some air through there, man. But yeah, we got that coming up. Monday's Labor Day, so there's a little change in the schedule and stuff like that. But just hit up the Instagram post, guys. Everything's there with details as far as schedule changes. It's, I mean, it's not going to be much, dude. You know. So, but um, yeah, man, we got a lot of exciting stuff that's coming up, dude. Can't wait. And. Uh, you keep pushing that why, guys. Go back to it, man. Think about it if you're listening to this, guys. And if you do, if I could ask you to do something, it would be to share it with me if you can. At any time. You can stop me in the gym. You can give me a call. You can text me on Instagram, whatever it may be. But if you really dig deep and if you want to share your why with Max or I or any of the coaches or any of the team, stop us, man, for quick minute or two and share your why with us if you can we'd love to hear it that'd be great man all righty y'all i'll talk to you later have a great day we'll see you soon peace guys peace